Hey, you guys. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Not Your Black Barbie. This is the last episode of Women's History Month, so it was very, very important to me, even though I think this year is going to be extended. Um, I had someone on the panel that I actually met at a networking event, and I need you guys to understand how important these networking events are, like these safe spaces that we have that creatives actually enter and can collaborate and cultivate and socialize are very, very, very important, especially with the era we're in where everything is very social media based. Everything is really like just swiping. So I, I think it's really important to get out there and stop swiping and just connect. So this was one of those connections. Um, I thank you. We had a full blown conversation and I think the gist of this, um, episode was love. Love is love. Like, you know, I don't know Ebony. I don't know anyone, but it takes nothing. I had, I didn't know her prior, but it took nothing for me to open up my arms and be like, yo, you are a dope individual. I see nothing besides what I feel in the sense. And I feel good energy. A lot of people don't understand how much it takes, how much time it takes to cultivate hate. And of course we're in a culture where, or we're in a time period rather, where hate stems from top and it's full, it's trickling down, but you ultimately have to be the change you want to see. You get what I'm saying? Like everyone, no one owes you anything and it takes nothing to just love each other. We would be in such a better space if we would mind the business that pays us because essentially I don't need to know what you're doing when you close your doors. Like I just need to know that when we're here, we can connect, we can grow, we can build. Okay. We, that's all that matters. So I think people need to take less time on minding others' personal business and get to just know that person. Like people are beautiful. And like the experience, the conversation that I have with Ebony was beautiful. I felt like I was growing because coming from someone that was really close-minded, I grew up in a Caribbean household where certain things were looked down on because they weren't understood and they didn't take the time to understand. So now that I'm understanding, I'm changing that generational curse where we're close-minded. My, you know, my family has to accept the fact that I'm not, I'm not going to allow myself to be put in a box because I don't want to learn. So I think everyone, I think Justin, I think Ebony, I think all my friends, all the people I hold dear to me, thank you for educating me and allowing me to be in your space and allowing me to grow. Jenny, like, thank you because this is why I'm here now. And I hope you guys get, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Understand that I'm high most of them, you know, and I might've forgotten a couple of questions, but I'm sure Ebony's going to be back. Erin's going to be back and I'm going to have her back. Um, and yeah, just enjoy love is love. Be peaceful. Kumbaya. Peace. <laughs> Shit. Ooh, another episode of Not Your Black Barbie. Ooh, oh, oh, and have a special, all right, <laughs> and have a special, special guest. Erin, can you introduce yourself? What's going on, y'all? This is Erin Ebony. Yes. And you live. Oh, and we have a special, Evan, thank you for coming. Thank you And for this is a very me. special episode because Erin is going to break down some terms. You know, this is Woman History Month, mm-hmm. and I feel like... You probably have, I want to know what being a woman means to you, like, you know, mm-hmm. because would you like, you know, we're going to get into trends and yeah, those kind of talks. Um, Yeah. So what does being a woman mean to you in tribute to Women's History Month? 
being a woman to me is essentially this freedom that I never really got to experience, you know, being a person of trans experience um, and growing up living on that male side of the gender spectrum. I always wanted to express myself in certain ways okay. and I always felt like I had to reel it back in because okay. it wasn't masculine enough. It wasn't straight enough. It wasn't what the even at a young, made. even at a oh, young yeah. age. Okay. Oh yeah, we know from a very young age what okay. we're supposed to do, and what okay. we're not supposed to do. That title, like you know, right? What you're so, yeah, exactly, all that. So, just me stepping into my womanhood enabled me to be free okay. in ways that I never could imagine. I could be vulnerable. I could cry without being chastised or made fun of. And it, it was just this freedom yeah. for me. And so, yeah. I think being a woman means the same to me. Like, you know, I think not only being a woman, but a black woman, we get like a bad oh, rep yeah. of being a loud black woman. And what that means to me is just being ownership of your own shit. Like, right. I know who I am. I'm not afraid to like go against the norm. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to be outspoken. I'm not afraid to like stand up for what I really believe in. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not right. afraid to lift up, uplift another black woman. Right. And I think that's just the power that I hold within myself. That's mm-hmm. what being a woman holds for me because I have a son and, you know, like right. Beyonce said, like, you know, we can have a kid and then we just get back to work. Like, <laughs> we right. are amazing. And no matter what, you know, we are amazing. Once you're a woman, you are amazing. That black girl magic. It's, um, and you are gorgeous. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And how did you shed the labels? The labels. Oh. Jesus, the labels. How did I shed the labels? But before we get into that, um, okay, because growing up, and you said you said you 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 kind of knew from yeah from whatever. Yeah, you know, you know, right? Okay, I Justin know. is on this panel every other week. You know, <laughs> right? So how did you like express that to your parents, and how did you let it like just manifest? Yeah, let's manifest. So I remember being like six or seven years old, mm-hmm. right? And I was in first grade. Okay. And I remember sitting at the table with my classmates. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, randomly, I just told them, I was like, you know what? I'm a boy now, but when I grow up, I'm going to be a woman. <laughs> and I had no idea what I was saying. Really? Yeah. Okay. But it just sort of came It was natural. Out. Natural. It was just natural. Natural. And then from there, I, I sort of like, I don't know. I felt like I had to like suppress myself okay. for my whole childhood. I just always felt like... Isn't that damaging? Oh, it's extremely traumatic. Yeah. It's like, you're a young kid. Like, you should just be... Free. In the playgrounds, you know, playing with your friends. Like, you shouldn't be worrying about right. how people look at you or if you're a girl or a boy. Like, you know, you should just be a kid. Right. There's no labels when you're a kid. Like, right. You know, you're just genderless in a sense. Do your like, thing. Do your thing. Because I like to... Play football when I was a kid. I like to jump rope. I didn't mm-hmm. like dolls, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately, it's not mapped out for us. You know, society doesn't want us to gravitate towards what we naturally like and right. what we naturally want to engage in. It's like you're born into the world as this. Mm-hmm. At that time. At that time, <laughs> yeah. right? And then yes, you have to subscribe to these interests and these behaviors right. that aren't society's norm. Are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just had to, like, you know, each year was, like, another year of me shedding right. that skin yes. of, like, what the world wanted me to be. And then I finally got to the point where I was 17 years old, mm-hmm. and I finally told my mom, you know, one day I was just like, Mom, I want to be a girl. 
I just came out and said it, and she was just like, okay, well, we're going to work this out. <laughs> As you, and we need that. And that's amazing that you had that support. Yes. Yeah, because you need, yes. I think a lot of kids aren't able to be themselves because they don't know how their parents are going to, like, act, you know? Right. Like, they know how they're going to react to your family, your friends. Like, if we were more of a, like, supportive unit, mm-hmm. a lot of, of these young kids wouldn't battle these things. Like, they wouldn't, out in terms of, like, Basically holding, suppressing all this energy and then taking it outside on their peers, you know, taking it outside on their parents or their freaking grandparents or whoever. Like, you know, there's a lot of angry kids out there because they're not able to be themselves. Because we know the repercussions. Yeah. And they're never spoken to us, but we know. Yeah. You're going to be outcast. Like, and no one wants to be outcast. Right. And that's crazy. So it's good. Did, Did your dad know as well? So my dad, my parents got divorced when I was about like two years old, okay. and then he wasn't in my life up until this day. So like, okay. I have no relationship or any sort of connection to my father's side of the family. Okay, I grew up strictly, you know, being raised by black women, strong black women. Yes, that's all you do. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I don't want people to be like, no, the guys were like, no, you can't say that. No, okay. Black women. <laughs> a lot of these guys yeah. are raised by just strong black women. So. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Um, yes. So how did you yes. shed the labels? Um, see, I was raised by mostly my father, so I definitely understand. Mm. I wasn't really raised. I didn't have that strong black I, She was strong, but she was, wasn't present. Like, mm-hmm. she suffered, suffered with, like, bipolar disorder. So she... Yeah. Kind of was, you know, Not she was really here, present. but she wasn't really my mom. Like, she was more of a, I, like, she wanted to fight. She was an enemy in a mm. sense. And it was it was just weird. So, that's why I take this so personally as far as building relationships within my, like, my community and different women. Because you, you just need that support sometimes. And I feel like yeah. I lack thereof. And imagine, imagine I needed to talk to somebody about that. I probably wouldn't have that support. So Exactly. Definitely like that. Um... You shed the labels. What is a loud black girl? And who is your favorite? <laughs> what is a loud black girl? Yeah. I feel like a loud black girl is someone who is just unapologetically themselves mm-hmm. and doesn't care about the consequences. Right. And, you know, I found myself embodying that identity, especially like in white spaces. Like anytime you speak up. And say the littlest thing to defend yourself or protect your rights, you're automatically deemed a loud black girl. Right, right, right. But I feel like it's very important to sort of separate the societal, I don't know, definitions of a loud black girl. Right. Someone that's ghetto, ratchet, uncultured. Right, right. No class. But I feel like this power in being a loud black girl. I think a loud black girl is, a, is like a feminist in a sense. Like, yeah. you know, exactly what you just said. Unapologetic. She knows herself and she's not willing to compromise it for anyone. Right. So we have a lot of those people. We have a lot of loud black girls in a sense because we have Michelle Obama. I feel like she mm-hmm. started the whole Flotus. You know, she's she, she's amazing. Like we have one of my favorite black girls, loud black girls is Issa Rae. Oh, you took mine. Oh. Were you going to say that? <laughs> Virgo magic? <laughs> um, I like Cardi B. Okay. Um, I, I like Cardi B because she's, I don't want to say she's smart, but she has a lot of sense. She has a lot of common sense. Like, she's about her bag. And I could appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Any woman that's willing to like be like, nope, I'm going to get my money in this mm-hmm. male-dominated industry. Right. 
is someone that I could be like, okay, right. you, you go ahead, girl. Like, you know, whether you like her or not, you're going to respect her. And exactly. that's why I think I kind of like her. But Nicki Minaj is another loud black girl because she's not only good at what she does, she's educated, she's smart, she's resilient, she's able to, like, create so many different images within mm-hmm. just one per- person. Like, she embodies so many different women, like, strong women. Right. I definitely love Nicki Minaj. Um, yeah. I feel like one of my favorite loud black girls right now is Yara Shahidi. Woo! I feel like she's making waves. Yes, you know? she's so young. She's so young, but she has so much to say. And yeah. I really respect and admire Harvard. Her, her passion. Yes. And yes. her intellect is amazing that's coming from a strong foundation as well her parents are very involved in her life oh yeah yes she's she's amazing she's gonna be she's gonna go above and she's beyond. already she's already <laughs> doing well above like just the norm right you know she's already breaking barriers but i just see so much for her like she's amazing mm-hmm. yeah she's she I, don't, I haven't really seen her interview i haven't really kept up with her interviews mm-hmm. but i've read a little bit about her i follow her instagram her mom and it's just a beautiful family. Like, that is just, it's just like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's something that we need. <laughs> it's important. Because if we're not loud, we're not making noise, then who's going to be there to tell our story? Exactly. But I think a lot, a lot of these women need to learn how to come to, like, a common ground. Because mm. you could be a loud black girl together. Right. Because then you start screaming and everyone going to listen. But I feel like a lot of loud black women or girls are put against each other. Like Cardi and Nikki. Oh, yeah. Position you know what I'm saying? Like, you in a position of power where men are like, go. Like, you know, like... Fight. Fight. And you're fighting because you don't uh. know... You know, you don't know what else to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I feel like if we were able to build each other up instead of, like, just, you know, going against each other, right. then it would be a cause. It would be a movement. That we would, one collective voice. It would just... It would just work, okay? Right. We would do so much more if we were collective. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know. If we collaborate. Like, Nikki, and that's another thing. Nikki has never collaborated with any other woman. Why? You know what I'm saying? You ask a lot of questions. And there's a lot of, there's male toxic, toxicity. <laughs> toxicity. Male toxicity. And there's women the same way. And so. there's women reciprocating, you know, some of the abuse and yeah. disrespect that we experience onto each other, which is unfortunate. I mean, that's but, a community thing, too. Not just women. Yeah, I feel black like community. Yeah. That's like, we just went to the, the restaurant, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, what do you want? Like, the, like, huh? I don't know. Like, so who, like, you can't be polite. Like, we're in our space. I look like you. So why are you so rude and nasty? But that's just, that's just what's embedded in our culture, in a sense. Like, that's in our DNA. They put us to fight when we were slaves, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's hard to, like, break out of that mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. How okay, so I want you let's go into Uh-oh. the you... breakdown, the terms. Because okay. I have a question okay. I feel like <laughs> kind of ties into that. Okay. So I just wanna know like what's cis gender and okay. what's non-binary and like how do you go about all these terms and like okay. what's the right way, or the wrong way? I feel like um the simplest way to think about it is gender is a spectrum, mm-hmm. right? And we're raised to believe that there's this dichotomy where you can either just be masculine or feminine. And if you're not where society wants you to be on that spectrum based off of what you look like, then you're something else. You know, you're not a part of society. And I just feel like we just need to break all of that down. Like open up the spectrum 
allow different identities to exist within it and mm-hmm. and let people define who they are for themselves. Right. Now, the term cisgender means that you are assigned a sex at birth and you identify with that sex at birth. So, for example, you assign female, female at birth and you identify as a woman, you will be a cisgender woman. Yeah, okay. So pretty much like it's the opposite of being transgender, okay. which means that you don't necessarily identify with the identity that you were assigned at birth, okay. the gender identity you were okay. assigned at birth. So I know it can sound very complex mm-hmm. in the beginning, but that's because people aren't allowing themselves to have an open mind. They're afraid of what they're not used to. Exactly. Yeah. They, take, they don't take that step back and allow... Things to process, allow people's truths to resonate with them. Right. And and it's unfortunate, but yeah. hey, that's what it is. So the non-binary. Non-binary, right? Mm-hmm. So back to the spectrum. Yes. So a non-binary person is somebody that doesn't necessarily want to identify on either end of the spectrum. Okay. You know, they want to be in the middle or they okay. might want to be on the feminine side one day, the masculine side on the other day. Okay. And that's okay. Okay. And then tying this into pronoun usage, um, you know, we're raised with just this he and she. And yeah, right, it. right, right, right. But, you know, now there's this whole group of people, gender non-binary people, and, you know, some of them prefer to be called they. Okay. And that like, goes, yeah, like they. So I come to you, I'm like, they? Or like... I, it's, I'm just calling your name at that well, point. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in, in reference to like talking about the other person. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, they want to be called they. Okay. And people are like, what? Is there two of you? Okay. What? And it's like, no. Like, people don't even realize that we already use this type of language in our day-to-day dialect. Right. You know, when we're like trying to say something. Let me come up with an example. Like, oh, um, yeah, I spoke to somebody over the phone mm-hmm. and some representative, and I didn't know what they were talking about. Right, right, right. You know? Right. Like, it's already embedded language in our day-to-day dialect. Right. You know, when we're, like, trying to say something. Let me come up with an example. Like, oh, um, yeah, I spoke to somebody over the phone mm-hmm. and some representative and I didn't know what they were talking about. Right, right, right. You know? Right. Like it's already embedded into our language. People just aren't giving it a chance. Right. They just, to be normal. Yeah, like because they're be like, normal. no, they already labeled it. They already labeled it not normal. That's the that's the crazy thing. So right. Like people could be whatever you want to be. Exactly. And that's it. <laughs> to respect it. And that's it. Um pansexual. Pansexual. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you getting real empty today. <laughs> okay. So pansexual, is, being pansexual um, means that you have the potential to be attracted to all identities. Okay. Any sort of gender identity on the, on the spectrum. Okay. So a lot of times people get that misconstrued and it's like, oh, you're pansexual? That must mean you down for everybody. Okay. And it's like, no, like, I still have my personal preferences within that framework, um, but... I don't want to limit myself. I don't want to limit myself, you know? I have the capacity to love any Oh, yes. Okay? Which is how I choose to define my own sexuality. Um, Okay. Yeah, so, 
I know that goes over people's heads as well. But like, if we think about it, like, I feel like everyone has the potential to love a gender. I think a lot of people that hide the fact that they love something that isn't considered or the they norm. don't their their norm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, a lot of people should just just listen. <laughs> Listen before, like, just speaking and like, let go. Yeah, listen, let go, and experience. If that's you know, normally, openly, because right. it's so self damaging to hide shit, like you know, from yourself. Period. Because think about it: if society didn't tell you who to love and how you should love, how them, would you go about it? What would relationships look like? Today? Exactly. Exactly. You know, you love your dog, right? <laughs> they be kissing up their dog. Like, are you gonna tell me you can't? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. People are crazy. <laughs> Not the dog. <laughs> you can love your dog. People be oh, tongue in their mouth, everything. So oh. it's like, oh god, if you, you do whatever. Um, how do you respond to personal questions from cis friends? I guess I'm a cis friend. At this point. Yes, and you're very open. So I guess that was yes. That's good. But do you ever get uncomfortable with any question? Like, um, I feel like it depends on the the nature right. of. Who you talking with to? That person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Obviously, trans people, gender non-binary people confront this all the time. Right. We get asked what our genitalia is, like straight up. That's right away. Can you tell them no? <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. No more. We need to abandon that completely because nobody is doing that to you. Ex- Yo, what up? Let me see. Like, no, we don't. No. That's not a normal conversation, and that's why I don't get people. Like, when you meet someone, you're not automatically thinking about sex so why are people so hung up on it the idea of what someone is doing in their bedroom this shit is crazy it's like a it's crazy it's like an infatuation of phobia like what do you what do you want because i've had a lot of cis because now i'm about to use real words oh now you okay i had a lot of cis males Uh hit on openly gay males Uh or trans you know what i'm saying and it's like with me, you just like, no, I'm gangster. But then when this person comes in, you you like very, very intrigued. And it's like, why mm-hmm. what is this? What do you you look infatuated? You look like you very like you want to know more and but why? I feel like, <coughs> you know, gender nonconforming people, people of trans experience, we embody this like freedom and this vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, that people can't quite wrap their head around. And I'm not saying that everybody wants to transition. Right. All I'm saying is that the people that are making the most noise about our identities and have the, so much negative things to say, they're the ones that are most envious of the freedom that we possess. They're battling They're battling you their identity saying? issues. Yeah. Their own identity issues. Get the yourself part. together. Please. And let me live my life the way I want to live it, and I will allow you to do the same. That's You know how easy that is? Mind the business simple. that pays you, essentially. It's simple. <coughs> like, my kitty cat is my kitty cat. <laughs> okay, come on. Lock it down. It's mine, okay? <laughs> if I want to give it to you, I'm going to let you know. But you don't ask about what's my kitty cat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, me being a cis woman, I never had a guy, oh, you hold big or is it small? Oh my God. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's it's the same, it's on the same lane. You can't walk up to someone and be like, oh, so you, you got, you, you good or you not? Like, 
That's not none of your business. It's ignorant. <laughs> it's disrespectful. It's ignorant. And it's dehumanizing. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't do Stop it. it. Stop. Cut it out. Cut it out. And if you're interested, then we go in the room. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? That's you a know, different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your definition of a fuckboy? Ooh. A fuckboy... Ugh. I feel like a fuckboy is somebody that has some sort of internal conflict going on mm-hmm. that they don't necessarily know how to process. So they're just throwing all that shit onto everybody else. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? You don't know how to be loved because you never were loved. And so now you're treating everybody with so much disrespect and and hatred. And, and how do you, like, what are some of the red flags? The like, red flags? Yeah. What do you think some of the red flags? Or what are some red flags that are just apparent off the rip that people don't necessarily look at as uh-huh. red flags, but they should automatically because I'm still battling. <laughs> I feel like we all in a battle And we're right both Virgo, so I'm always looking for the greater good in people. Yeah. And sometimes you really, you fucking can't. Like, I'm like, no, I'm awake because I'm not, I'm clingy, but I'm not like... Press. Press. I'm not press. I'm not, I can't be because it's like... I, Cause know, it's like I know right. who I am, but I'm, at the same time, sometimes I oversaturate it um, <laughs> or undersaturate it. It's like there's no medium. But I'm going to something else. So what are the signs? <laughs> yeah, what are the signs of the boys? I feel like uh, you gotta pay attention to energy because I feel like that's the most important sign to like. Or if he's not around, like, so you can feel his energy. That's right. <laughs> right. Or that. But yeah, just like the vibe. If the vibe is off, that usually means the intentions are off. You know what I'm saying? Did you and, hear that? And if <laughs> the intentions are off, that usually means that I shouldn't be dealing with you right now. Okay. And so, yeah, I guess concrete specific signs would be, for in my situation, asking me if I've had surgery. Okay. Right off the bat. Right. Um, Just... Or another thing would be, like, you asking me to come up to your house before you even, like, ask me out on a date Don't or something even, like that. We're grown now. Like, I've spoken mm-hmm. about this on a previous podcast. Like, uh-huh. we've gone to the age where we all have our own space. We all have our own living space. I pay rent to live here. That's I'm not leaving my house where I pay rent to go to your house. I'm going to meet you somewhere. Hey. And if we can't meet nowhere, then God bless. I can go. You can stay, but I'm definitely not. I'm, right. I'm not doing it. Like that's the most childish thing. Like, don't tell me to come over and smoke a smoothie. Dr- no, and like, it don't even be their house half the time. Hey, like, say hi to my roommate. Break it down. Hi, my mom. Like, no, I'm not saying hi to your mom. Yeah. I'm walking right past your mom's. Yeah, come straight down to the basement. <laughs> like, no, like this is not. No. That's real life, yo. I've been walking down fucking basements. I'm fat. fucking tired of basements. Like, I know y'all out there <laughs> feeling this right now. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, come that. Like, no, like walk straight back. Like, come who the else back. is here? <laughs> Hurry up, go, go. I don't like that shit. So, yes, that's definitely a sign. Like, no. <laughs> hurry up. Come on, my window. Yo, my friend Come had to. Come through the window. Oh, my friend had to jump out someone's window, okay? Oh, my God. No. She had to jump out a window. Was she all right? <laughs> she was, she okay. She's all right. I think she still has a fucked up shin, but she's <laughs> all right. 
Oh, fairy. She's been on the podcast too. Like she's. Oh, you called her out. <laughs> she, she's all right. She's in a good loving relationship right now. Damn. But sis had to come out a window, and oh, I've, we've sorry. had our fair share of shit that we should have seen was a warning sign. But you just—it's like your fire. You be like, nah, I'm gonna touch it. I'm gonna keep. T- nah, I'm gonna yeah. see if it's really hot. Like this shit is hot. Let's break that down. Why don't we? run the other direction when we see, see the signs. Like, what is behind that? Because women are healers. Mm. And that's what we do. It's our nature to, like, fix situations. You get what I'm saying? And I think yeah. a lot of women goes in, go into a situation with men like, okay, I can fix them. I want to fix you. I'm not Bob the Builder no more. And I've been guilty of that. Like, I've gone into a relationship where I'm like, the first two months, I'm like, oh, this shit is fucked up. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> to ultimately land on my ass. Let's see what this is about. <laughs> like, you know, he didn't answer me for three weeks, but I'm, I'm, I love him. He busy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a little busy too. Like, no one is ever that busy. Oh so I just think we're healers and we don't want to believe we're not good enough. Mm. At least that, going yeah. Ahead. Like, we don't want to feel like, okay, this nigga not really fucking me because. It's like what, dude? Womanhood, like that—that that womanness that we have in us is—it's powerful. And sometimes it's just like we want someone else to see it, and when they don't, we we feel less than, and that feeling hurts the most. Yeah, to feel like you're not capable. I, I know of being loved, or this man don't want you. When it's really the guy that's battling that's his own. It has, no, ladies, it has. No, I've had a girl cry to me, like, no. like literally crying, like, why doesn't he unfollow panel? I'm like, guys are, they're dumb. Mm. They're dumb. They don't. They're not dumb. They just don't care enough, in a sense. Like, they don't care enough. No empathy. No. They don't have enough empathy, and they're visual creatures. And I think the social media, that swiping... Uh-oh. That opened up gates. That clicking, that double-tapping. It's so easy. They don't no. really put in the effort to, like, you know, create that oasis in their own... Like, they're dating. You know what I'm saying? They don't build mm. that oasis around their relationship. Now they're just like, oh, well, this bitch right here's in my DMs. I'm gonna go back... Yeah. Shit is too easy. It's instantaneous. It's instantaneous. So yeah. guys are not willing to put in the time, and we we hard headed. Subtle, and <laughs> I feel like as you know, women, especially black women, I feel like there's this silence collective trauma mm-hmm. that we experience that we never fully paid attention to because we as black people are taught not to speak about our pain and that's something Hold it down. that comes directly from slavery and that's you know we're not gonna get too much into the history but we know it's <laughs> that was there. last month that, <laughs> no. oh that was last that, no, month no 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 no, black no, 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 no. it's always black history month remember that's Whitney right. and Bobby said it <laughs> black history yeah this year you crazy <laughs> so I feel like a lot of it too is just like when we experience repeated amounts of trauma, right. we always have this romanticized idea like maybe the next one is going to be the one. Or maybe the trauma is means he loves me. Right. Or maybe oh, he he's lo- going to cancel out every other bad experience that I've had. Let me keep trying. Let me keep pushing. Let me keep making it work. And then usually you're you pregnant. Like, oh, uh, and then you, okay. And then you pregnant, and then you're really that, and then you fighting, and then you cut, like. Oh, shit. But you know, <laughs> once you head into something that you know you shouldn't be heading into, you want to be filming, but I'll stop. Like, shit is crazy. Like, um, I had experiences with people, like I said, people that you know, you know you should not. I don't know. Are you, you're a Virgo. So yes, you, I'm a Virgo. You know that sometimes we just don't know when to quit. Like, we hate not finishing, not completing something. We see the best in everybody. So, I've literally caught someone in someone else's house, in my guy's house. And I was like, 
Now he said he's going to leave us. So I'm, I'm going to see if, you know, I'm going to give him two months because he cried. And, you know, he's not going to really cry if he don't care, right? Ugh. Oh, he don't care. No. <laughs> so, no. I just think it's a power that we try to hold. Like, and it's it just it ends up, like, backfiring in our face. And then we end up crying. And so, how do we overcome out. it? What's the solution? We build sisterhoods amongst each other. We have to find our friends. We got to find people that support us. That's right. And we got to, like, lean on them. Mm -hmm. Like, I will say the hardest situations that I've been in, I've leaned on my friends and they got me out of it. If not that, you, you, God, spiritual. You know, I'm not very religious, but I'm very spiritual. And I do, you know, know that's a higher, there's someone, higher power. And I do, like, you know, pray. And hold on to that. Hold on to good faith. And, you know, you have to practice That's right. what you preach. You can't just be like, oh, I want all this good shit to happen to me. And you all here just being demonic and, you know, saying <laughs> demonic. People are crazy. <laughs> People are fucking lunatics. People are crazy. <laughs> the shit they do. The newspaper member. I don't know a lot of people in law enforcement. <laughs> it's a lot of shit. People are crazy. So I said demonic. That's the right one. Okay. So, yeah, it's just, you know, you got to, like... Just cultivate up. that, like, you know, create that good energy within yourself, in a sense. Yeah. And yeah. Deflect that yeah, bad and just energy. Talk to your friends, okay? If you gotta talk, talk to about talk it. to somebody. Talk if you're a counselor, talk to somebody. But don't talk to that man because he's not going mm. to help you. You find you, you a saying? therapist and talk to your therapist. And that's the thing, like, we go back to our abusers for help. Mm. So now he's, you know. Now I'm in this fucked up situation, but I still want to talk to him, so I'm going to call him, and he's going to, you know, what, give him some dick, and then he'll send me home. In an Uber pool. <laughs> Can you stop breaking it down like this? This is, this is too real. You get what I'm saying? It's 5 o'clock in the morning, and I have to leave your house. You don't have to work. Oh, no. And I have to go home at 5, because I chose to talk to you instead of my friend. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't be a victim anymore. I'm done. <laughs> And this is a trauma that we're talking about. This is what this is what it is. And how I'm I'm learning to heal by like learning my limitations. There's limits within me. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna keep pressing those buttons anymore. Right. You you show me your ass. I see your ass. I'm out. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Right. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna cover it for him. No, I'm walk, I'm gonna away. walk away. I'm gonna and, walk away. And, and then self care too. Self care. A lot of self care. Self care. Whatever you have, read. See, I've been picking up books. I've been going to Strand Bookstore, picking up books. Okay. If you gotta go on a website, if you gotta join a group, a girl boss, Instagram has a bunch of their social media handle is so big. You could join like different clubs, social clubs. Like, mm-hmm. just be a part of pick something. Pick up a new hobby. Yeah, pick that. up a new hobby. Co work. Like, pick up hours at work. Make more money. Take a vacation. You know what I'm saying? There's right. other ways to process this right. trauma. And you know I know self care sounds kind of played out at this point because everybody's <laughs> always saying it like, "Oh, self care," but you really have to do it. And I know it sounds overwhelming, but if you can just set aside time out of your day, like a couple hours out of your day, that will turn into four hours the next day, right? Six hours on the weekend, yep, and just a get weekend vacation into that pattern yep. of taking care of yourself and looking out for yourself because nobody else is doing that right now, right? Exactly. Oh, oh, I'm talking to myself right now. <laughs> you were about to drink the water right now. <laughs> no, self-care is very, very important. I mean, I have a bad habit of spending a lot of money. But yeah. if it makes you happy, 
You know, sometimes you just gotta do it. Yeah. Buy buy that freaking foot spa. Buy that freaking bag. Like go thrift shopping. Like do right. it. Don't you go gotta, broke though. Don't go, pay your bills. Pay your bills now. This, I pay my bills and have a kid, <laughs> but I do indulge in a lot yeah. of like fucking shopping. But do what you have to do to keep that mental exactly mental health going and just keep creative within yourself. If you're creative, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Dive into your computer. Dive into like creating for other people. Like you know, a lot of people are looking for creatives. You know, because right. they don't have that. A lot of people aren't born with certain like you know capabilities. So, mm-hmm. You know, just use your art, tap use in, your tap in to yourself. Right. That's it. That's right. Um, when it comes to dating or being single, is it get play? Is it play or get played? Mm. In order to maintain that, you know, that mental health or that you know that safe space within yourself like that power to keep that that yeah keep that power see okay i don't know if i told you this but i've never actually been in a relationship my whole life so i'm kind of coming to this question with like a a one-sided perspective um like so you had more situations I've had plenty of situations now I can break down. Right. But, like, as in terms of, like, loving, committed, sustainable relationships, yeah. hell no. Okay. Um. So, I guess I... Why? Can... Is it because you can't find that person or... Oh. It, like, or is it you? Like, you're not that open yet? Are you, like... So, they want me to think it's me. Mm-hmm. And for a while, I thought it was me, uh-huh. but it's not me. Okay. It's them. Okay. Not being able to mentally process... My complex, beautiful identity. Beautiful. <laughs> That's right. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's just like they can't process me. They can't okay. handle it. And I refuse to, like, lower my standards to right. meet them where they are. Right. And so I'd rather right. just disengage. And just go. That's get, right. Grab the just get what you got to get and go. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm taking it off. Because sometimes, I'm telling the ladies, <laughs> ladies, sometimes the best thing you can do is just get the dick and run. Like, and run. Just run, like road runner. You know what I'm saying? Because we still, we still have needs. Like, you know, we can't just, men have their needs and they're able to express themselves. If I have a need, why can't I? I'm going to use you. You have every right to be sexually liberated. And if you want to... I'm not saying have multiple... And and if that's what you want to do, do it. You can do anything you want to do. Just be safe. Be safe. That's it. We're at an age where you just want to be safe. That's it. Yeah. Do your thing. But to answer your question, I don't know about this whole be played to get played. I feel like, okay, the culture that we're living in Mm -hmm. right now, this social media digital age culture is Uh, really fucking with us because it's not progressive at all not with relationships it's (laughs) limiting our level of communication with one another you know before it used to be like i'm gonna see you in person back in the day you know when there were no phones yes then we got phones then it was like all right i'm gonna call you Mm -hmm. (laughs) then we got aim Ooh. Then I was like, all right, I'm going to sit up at the computer and message you. All night, though. That was cool. That was all consistent. night. All night. Till 5 in the morning. Yes. Tired at the next day. <laughs> then we got sidekicks. And then we started getting, you know, that text yes. in the way. Yes. And then that just whole culture has sort of persisted. And it's turned into this game. I feel like the game is already laid out for us. Mm-hmm. And we are actively choosing to participate right. in that game. Right. With the whole text message conversation shit when like if I don't get a text back from you in three hours I'm and not 45 gonna... minutes <laughs> nigga you somewhere <laughs> doing something that you ain't supposed to and be I'm not gonna text you till tomorrow right <laughs> or I'm blocking you 
Goodbye. <laughs> or I'm gonna hit up your friend. Like it's just like it's so many different things. There's so many different angles <laughs> to hit this. But still, like in all seriousness, like it, it puts too much pressure on people. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not actually living in the moment. Right. We're like subscribing. There's too many to gray areas shit. right now. It's and too people, much. Like, people are like just venturing that whole gray area. They never want to cross over. It's mm-hmm. just a gray area. Like they're just playing in that. So I get it. Yeah, and even with dating, it's been so many situations where, like, someone was talking to me, and I proposed, like, oh, you know, maybe we should go out for lunch one day, mm-hmm. like, you know, just have a conversation. Right, right. Like, human beings. And then they'll hit me with that, oh, you know what? I just got out of a relationship. Oh, yeah. I'm really not trying to I'm not looking for this, yeah. And I'm like, nigga, who? Right, we can't what? eat. We, I'm hungry. Why? Like, my name is... Right. Can I talk to you? People, we can't be friends. Like No, because there's this whole, like, pressure around the culture of dating now where it's like... And I'm speaking... I'll cut you off as soon as we're done fucking. Yeah. She's crazy. And also, like, just going out on dates. Like, and I don't want to, like... I want to be very mindful of everyone's dating experience. I know right now we're speaking from, like, a... Mm-hmm. Personal. You know... Dealing with cis hetero male yeah. perspective, yeah. but it's plenty of other situations out there that this can apply to. Absolutely. But in my experience, um, you know, there's this whole culture with like, all right, if we go out to eat, yeah, you're looking at me like I have to pay the bi- the bill. Who I pay bill? That's he does. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, if I'm asking to like meet up with you and go out for coffee or lunch or whatever, mm-hmm. like, I'm okay with paying my own share. Like, I don't want to get into this whole courting culture with you okay. and, and all the pressure that comes along with it. Okay. Granted, to each their own. Right. Because like, it's definitely think- some niggas <laughs> out there that do need to be paying and paying up. But, like, with that me, trauma. like... You got to pay for that trauma. <laughs> I don't want to... Yeah. I just want to show up and talk to you. Right. Like, and I'm not going to feel no type of way, like, if you don't pay for my... Coffee at Starbucks. Now, if right, you're right, going right. out to... Right, 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 right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, my thing is, after a couple of days, I'm, I'm wanting to pay. But if you're actively, like, court trying to court me, you're going to actively have to pay. You get what I'm saying? But then when we establish something, I don't have no problems. Because I don't want to, like... Just guys, like, wasting time right now. Mm. I don't want to waste my time and my money. Mm. I waste my time for a little bit. But I won't waste my but money. Not <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I'm in this bag no. right now. My Birkin, I already got it. But I'm in a Birkin right now. You get what I'm saying? I like city girls, like <laughs> five, six figures. So I can't really be like, I'll pay for my my lemonade at you know at Starbucks. Yeah. I don't drink coffee. But if we go out and we have dinner, like I'm I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing it. I feel like after a certain amount of dates, then I would probably like, all right, cool. Let me start paying for you. But I get what you're I get what you're saying. I get I get what you're saying. But a lot of guys don't have the time <laughs> to get to know you. Mm-hmm. They don't have time to see you in broad daylight. You know what I'm saying? They, oh, that's a, the daylight versus the night. It's time. like kryptonite. It's like oh, oh ouch. It's a different th- yeah. It's like wait, what happened? I'm ugly. Like, what happened? Like, why can't we go out during the day? It's just, it's... It's too official for them, I think. Like, it's too girlfriend. Like, I might be really sending the wrong message to her. Yeah, like, it's... And that's offensive to me. (laughs) 
Like, you get what I'm saying? Because on a day-to-day, we deal with a lot more guys trying to talk to us than guys deal, you know, with women. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what do you really say? Like, you're just playing a game, and I don't want to play. So mm. those are, that's definitely, like, one of the signs, like, mm-hmm. where I'm out. Like, like you said before, to go back yeah, to that. You get yeah. me up all the time at nighttime, like, especially, like, with trans women. There's this whole, like, thing about, like, cis men being embarrassed to deal with us. Do, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, But ahead. have you ever, because me looking at you, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I see a beautiful woman. And you, I appreciate I see a beautiful woman. Do you ever experience, do you think the guys see anything else? Like, I don't. That's been my whole experience. Like, it's not necessarily about what they see. Because what they, they like what they see. Okay. It's like, how are other people viewing me liking what I see, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I guess, yeah. In a, in a sense. Yeah, I get it. Because they're, they're male privileges on the line, yeah. right? Like, what if the wrong person sees us, in a sense? Yeah. And now, you feel less of a man, which is, which you are, like, you are just, if you have to battle that, then you are already less of a man, you know what I'm saying? If you're not comfortable with who you are already, then you already lost. You're subtracting from your own masculinity and your own identity by sitting up here being a coward, not willing to respect mine. Okay. Okay? Now, I've been in situations... Where I've been, this was back in the day, mm-hmm. like, I was in the passenger seat of um, this guy's car that I was dealing with at the time. And he literally told me, he was like, oh, can you, like, duck down? Like, my family lives in this neighborhood. And I'm like, excuse this is my neighborhood. <laughs> like, so I'm- yeah. Like, you can't even imagine the type of shit that trans women have to go through because of cis men. And their toxic masculinity, their fragile egos. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, we, you know, the cis black female experience mm-hmm. is intrinsically tied into the trans black female experience. Okay. We might go through more shit. But we, it's... It's all coming it correlates. from the same yeah. source. Okay. But I think the male, the males, the black male probably did with you guys a little bit differently like you know like yeah. they are they, guys are brute <laughs> like when i think of a guy there there's not all guys i mean i put all guys on the bus because i was raised by my dad mm-hmm. but from a, a lot of guys that i've met are always trying to protect their eagles yeah. so they come off like brutish that bravado is just it's just too much for no reason it. you get what i'm saying even with me because i'm a I'm a big woman, like you know five ten i'm <laughs> two i'm almost two hundred pounds so guys kind of feel like <gasps> Like, <laughs> they got to prove something to me. And it's like, you really... But you don't. But, but you don't. But just show up as yourself. Yeah, just and show up as yourself. That's all I need. That's all I need. And they're, they come yeah. off like, yeah, they try to be so aggressive. And it's like, I, I don't need that. Yeah. I, I don't even need you. <laughs> like, you, you... Now you got to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now you're doing too much. Just be yourself. That's all I'm trying to say. Be yourself. Yeah. Be yourself. Be your authentic self. Yeah. A lot of people don't know what that means. But yeah. find it somewhere. Yeah. Like, Big Sean, I don't know if you um, heard, he had he was just on the shade room to go into that. And he was basically saying, like, he took some time off to find his mental health because he was in a space where he wasn't able to recognize who he was anymore. Okay. Like, he got to a really dark place where his energy was just off and he's really, really, really big on energy. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it's very, very important to... And I needed all our black men to hear how important it is to, like, sometimes you can lean on a therapist. Yeah. It's okay 
to be hurt or sad or confused. Like, you are human. And these are the emotions that are in us. Period. You shouldn't have to suppress it because it's going to backfire. We see Kanye, you know, basically his mind just blew up in his whole fucking head or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he's slowly trying to grasp himself back. But you see that is self-damaging. Like, suppressing all that pain, all that hurt, all Mm. that, all the things that, you know, the labels that are put on you, society puts on you, your family puts on you, all those different things that trigger you. It wears you down. It wears you down. And it's okay. And this was a good time where it's like, yo, sometimes you need help. Sometimes your friend, maybe your friend can't, you can't talk to your friend because you're not open. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Go to a therapist. Find a mentor. And that's why I think... Yeah. It's a lot it's a very important to have like more mentors within our community. I don't I can't really find one and I'm looking for one if you're listening. Like, you know, just <laughs> someone you can go to with and just talk because a lot of people, older people especially, they've dealt with a lot of different mm-hmm. situations and they have a lot of different insight and your insight might be good, but someone else could probably change it and now you have a a, a better idea. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a more the foundation is just just solid in a sense. You know what I I found out in my own experience is that sometimes you're looking for somebody to be a mentor. Mentors within our community. I don't. I can't really find one, and I'm looking for one. If you're listening, like you know, just <laughs> someone you can go to with and just talk because a lot of people, older people especially, they've dealt with a lot of different mm-hmm. situations and they have a lot of different insight. And your insight might be good, but someone else could probably change it, and now you have a. A, a better idea you know yeah. what i'm saying it's a, it's a more the foundation is just just solid in a sense you know what i've i found out in my own experience is that sometimes you're looking for somebody to be a mentor and your superhero and your savior and no one's in sight yeah and so then you have you're sort of forced to like be your own mm-hmm. mentor and then i've learned through my own personal experience dealing with younger trans women that being their mentor Mm -hmm. being that source of support for them is healing for me yes and i'm teaching myself and and learning new things along the way just by being someone else's mentor did you just see what we did there like how i said something you just kind of piggybacked and now i'm like yes i feel exactly what you're saying because this is essentially what i'm trying to do here like you know we're just networking and this is how we ended up at this table at a networking event exactly and it's very important to have these events in your neighborhood because you don't know who you're gonna meet you don't know who you're gonna connect with exactly look at this this is justin we coming for you (laughs) (laughs) just know that these important these are very important relationships that you can build and you don't know who you're gonna meet you don't know what opportunities they have you don't know what opportunity to give them like you know what i'm saying you know insight you don't know what energy, like, you know, you don't Knowledge, know what you could get, like, experience. there's so many Love. different things, like, I wasn't, you know, well-versed in trans and Transness cis and, and yeah. you know, how to go about it, and now I'm like, yes, I've opened up another door, and here I am, like, right. family, you get what I'm saying? Yes. If everyone entered in that same mind frame, uh, the we world would, would be in a different place. It would be in a different place. We all, we For would sure. be hugging trees. <laughs> Everybody would be hugging a tree, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we need these spaces. Yes, we do. Um, let's see. What else? What yeah. is a perfect time to thank you next a situation? So you're in a you're Ooh. in a situation, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad that you turned that into a phrase. <laughs> thank you next a situation. You got it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Ari- Ariana. Uh, yeah. Thank you for that term because we need it. She's a, she's she's. She comes to the barbecues. <laughs> she tan. Because she was what? Sam from iCar? Like, what? 
<laughs> what? Well, who are you? Come to the barbecues, girl. But when is the time to thank you next to situation? Like me. I'm going to just go on my I'm situation. Go first. I'm going to go first. Because I'm currently dealing with someone. And although I do like uh-huh. him and, you know, he's been very, very consistent. Guys get comfortable. That's the first mistake. When I tell you to keep mm-hmm. the same energy, I mean keep the same damn energy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because once you stop, I notice it off the rip and now I'm like, oh. I can feel it. I can go. <laughs> I can feel it and I can go pray. Okay? <laughs> but I'm in a situation. I'm in a situation. Situationship. Little thing. <laughs> yeah. And I do like him and he's very nice. But he's also in a... S- I don't want to tell his business, but is he listen? Does he? He listens sometimes. Oh, oh Lord. Okay. Oh. Sometimes. Oh, do you want to? Okay. But you want to stop it? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. It's not nothing crazy. But you know, I feel like as of late, there's a disconnection, a slight disconnection, because there's certain things that he's not able to ex- share with me. Express, right? Express, and mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm able to express everything with you. And you're holding back certain things. Like, what does that put me? Like, you know, I there's space for me to get hurt. And there's space for you to die. So, <laughs> and he knows I'm crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we I wouldn't really kill him, but, you know, he can break an arm. Y'all must <laughs> have a long conversation tonight. Yes, we are. <laughs> but... I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to him before this airs. <laughs> anyway, right, just yeah. just to clear the air. But I just feel like there's a disconnection. I don't want to thank you next. I don't want to say I said thank you next. But what are some reasons you would thank you next? A situ- a relationship that you've been in. Lack of communication. Yes. First and foremost, lack of communication. Like you said, yeah. that's the essence of what you just said. If you're not speaking to me. Truthfully, right, wholeheartedly, I can't trust what you're giving me, right? You know, I need to. I'm not saying, okay, we just met, tell me every little secret about you, but I'm just saying, have that open mind to have these sort of uncomfortable, awkward situations, right? Like, you know, and it will gradually progress into a full more complete understanding of who your partner is. But those same conversations that you're afraid to have are honestly going to build up your relationship. That's what's going to keep you around. Exactly. Like, you once you old Craig. <laughs> Craig, you listening? You listening? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think us, like Virgos, we're very, we're open. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I think, I look at the bigger picture. I'm looking, I'm a listener. So, yeah. if you communicate with me, I'm going to first analyze it because you can't... <laughs> I'm not dumb. Uh-huh. But, you know, I'm going to give you the benefit of doubt. But you have to communicate. I think being consistent is a also, like, when you become unconsistent, that's when you get a thank you next. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, once there's too many questions, I don't like asking too many questions. I don't be like, oh, what, 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 why this? Why that? What? A-? I'm not no kid. We have an understanding. The only reason we're together in that sense, if we are together, is because we had a proper understanding. <laughs> and and that's it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, like, so yeah um, I guess with me too it's like this whole fetishization Ooh. piece that I deal with 
as a trans woman. Have you ever got had a guy that kept going into it? Like, he just wouldn't get off the topic oh, in a sense? Oh, yes. Okay. I've had so many nightmare experiences. I had a guy ask me one time, like, we were meeting up for, like, a date or whatever, mm-hmm. something, whatever you want to call it. And he asked me, he was like, oh, could you wear some, like, sexy fishnet stockings? And mm-hmm. I said, excuse me? Um... <laughs> Did you buy me something? <laughs> I'm like, and it's like, oh, can, yeah, can you just like wear something slutty? Okay. And as embarrassing as this is, I'm divulging this information so that people can know what it's like to walk a day in my shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, and to be like a trans woman of color in this world is extremely difficult mm-hmm. and the types of shit that we deal with from these men are it's just like see you can't even fathom it and so like when i notice i'm being fetishized objectified in any way uh-huh. i'm thank you next to you in a second okay and i I'm hate just, that uh-huh. and um i hate guys that don't under like hey hello and the next comment is oh can i eat your ass because i've had guys oh. like that Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yep. So, I'm like, not just <laughs> me too. We are objectified. You know, I'm treated like a possession rather than like you know. There's no value. Like, it's just you're a sex object. I'm not no fucking object. Are you? Are you dumb? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you're a queen. Uh, guys, you have to do better because we shouldn't even have stories like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Yeah, embarrassing. You. I feel like men were Tupac said it, and Tupac he did a share shit too. But we were raised by a woman, got our name from, like, so why do we, like, take from, I just felt like I just wrapped that. Why do we take from our women? Like, why? Like, what do you get? Like, what power do you get from hurting someone that brings life or, you know, just hold so much power within, like, you know, can do so much? Why? Again, is this, like, literally my answer for everything. Because dicks are ugly. (laughs) Except Safari. I was about to take it there. I was about to say. Safari. Yo. That's. I can't. Call me. Like. No, but don't. I can't handle it. I just sent me a pic. You don't need a pic. The video's out there. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) what I was going to say is that. I think it all boils down to this redistribution of trauma. Mm -hmm. And men are so conflicted. Their pain is so silenced that they don't know how else to express that. Express themselves, you know, without taking it out on somebody else in one form or another. And it's just like, I feel like that's what the oppression looks like. That's where it comes from. Yep. It's it's sad. It's, yeah. I I feel like they should. Because I, I think a lot of guys talk to a lot of guys. They have a lot of guy friends. Dude, guys just sit in a, in a room and talk about real issues. That's the problem. Not just fucking bitches. Because that's not a real issue. You guys do it. There's real issues that guys deal with that they won't talk to anyone about. And it's like, why? Because these bitches ain't, like, you know, fucking bitches, quote unquote, is not helping you. Like, what's going to help you? Like, what's the root of the problem? There's problems. If you sit... At a table with your friends every week, and the only thing y'all can talk about is fucking bitches. Y'all need to mm. not even sit down. Y'all need to find new friends. You get what I'm saying? Like, you guys have to like help each other grow. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, a lot of guys are not helping each other grow in a different way, professionally, personally. They're just helping them 
end up with more bodies. Like, oh, I got this new John. Like, that's... I just feel like it's... I got this new John. Look at this John. Look at this. Look at this John. It stems from, like, a lack of emotional maturity. I feel like, you know, it's... These are grown men. Yeah, it takes cis men a lot longer to mature and catch up to... Have you ever dealt with white cis men? No, you didn't tell me this wasn't the question. You just Is there a difference? <laughs> I mean, I've I've dealt with white cis men before, and is there a difference in my experience? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that fetishization piece is still there. Um, you know, you know with the whole concept of like white men yes. exoticizing yeah, it's, I black it. women, mm-hmm. black mm-hmm. bodies, you know, slavery, you know, yeah. come on, like y'all know the deal. Yeah. And so I don't know yet, yeah, is that piece is definitely still there. Yeah. I feel like um my experience with white cis men is that they're like they got their own like personal agendas okay. but they're much more like sneaky with it like i don't know like mm-hmm. i've never like, dated a white guy i haven't either but okay. just in my experience okay. like you know just going to college and like, okay like, okay you know <laughs> it's <laughs> just like <laughs> so i feel like men of color you know we have that that shared identity that shared mm-hmm. experience that shared cultural experience so like there's a lot more freedom to okay. like, say what's on your mind from the jump but with like White men, I feel like there's this, like, looming, like, fear of, like, yeah. I don't want to step on your toes. It's, I don't like wanna... a, it's kind of like a fetish, but they're not. It's a fetish, out. but it's just, like, I'm walking a very thin line because I don't know how to deal with you. So, right. that's, like, more so, you know, because you're black. So, like, I, <laughs> it I don't... comes out like that, too. <laughs> you're black. <laughs> no, I've literally had this white guy be like, you're the first black girl that I've ever been with. Okay. Why? <laughs> like right before. Yeah, and I was just like, oh well. Um, I'm, I'm probably not gonna be. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't do it. It's probably gonna I... be the last. <laughs> probably gonna be the last. I had a, I've had white guys like, oh my god, your hair like they just it's always it, like a science project. No. They come to me like a science project like oh. Like your legs, like what? I'm not a freaking they, frog. Wait, Are you they, gonna dissect me? They come to you and like just say my hair, oh, my hair, like my hair gets the most attention. Okay. Like, oh my god, how did you get your hair like that? Oh, they, can I touch it? Like, okay, see. Oh, is that like? Can I touch it? Like, like this one white guy poked my leg at work. Is, see, can we get that sound by the Solange's <laughs> album or something? You know, something. <laughs> what we what we doing? <laughs> what you got? <laughs> you are so dumb. You are really dumb. We just put anything. I need to get some more. Play it all. You are so dumb. Okay. You are really dumb. All of that. For real. <laughs> oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> so you just gonna play everything? I just play. I literally played everything. Okay, but yeah, you know, yeah, so. you know what we're talking about. All that was wrong at the wrong time. So yeah. Black so I, I, I've never been open to dating outside of my race for that reason because I don't want to feel like a project. Like, you know, oh, mom, look. And then watch Get Out. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. After watching Get Out, I was like, I don't want to meet whatever. What his, Her name was Rose. What's his name going to be? Ross. Stop. I don't want to meet nobody, okay? So. Yes, I mean, and I just, I don't know. But then, even when I watch, my thing is, 
I'm very pro-black at this point. And I know that. Are you about to say... Because when I watch porn, <laughs> I... It's BBC. Like, you know, I'm watching all... The, sometimes it gotta be black girls. It gotta be BBCs. Because I can't really watch. It just doesn't... It's not me. It's not the romping chop. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> doesn't speak to me. So... It's just like, I don't, it's very hard for me to put into words without sounding like prejudice or anything okay. like that. But it's just and like. I, and I have what, all my friends know I love them because I have, I don't limit right. myself. I, I'm pro-black, but I have my white friends and I got my Spanish, my Asian. Right. I'm part Asian as well. So it's like, I have all these, but I'm very happy within my, I know what black people deal with and I'm very, very I feel very strong about it. Yeah, I'm okay. very protective of that, that energy and that essence that we do have. So yeah, and, and I'm, I'm, I speak fully on it. And if you're my friend, then you're going to understand that. And I'm speaking to like my experience, like with not just like white, black, this is like a collective thing mm-hmm. within the cis heteronormative. Y'all know what that means. <laughs> Just means like you know abiding to the heterosexual culture that we exist in. Society like, norm. It's just you know societal norm, right? Heteronormative. Yeah. So like every cis heteronormative male that has I've dealt with in my own personal experience has made me feel this type of way. Okay. And you know it's just different nuances of it. So with a black man, it, it they make me feel some type of way. White men, it's been. The same thing, but it's just like it's always like the the same shared essence. Of okay. Disrespect. Um. <laughs> like we, and you know, we deal with a lot of battles. We're not we're, <sighs> we're black women, like yeah, black and then a woman. Like it's it's hard. And then I'm trans. It's like a it's triple. What else you want? Like what else? But we're strong, and that's all it is. It's just yeah. we're built to last, right? And you can't you can't you can't buy that. You right, can't right, buy right. that. So right. that empowerment in itself is priceless. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to fight because, again, I might not be done. I have a kid at 17, 18, you know what I'm saying? So no, I've had to deal with a lot of a people looking at me and like, oh, look at her. She she did the regular black girl thing. She's ratchet. She, you know. said that to you? Even my dad. You get what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about, not wow. having a supportive foundation of support system when you're mm-hmm. going through something really hard. When I had my son... I didn't have that. I was like, well, you got to figure out where you going to go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Of mm. course, he didn't kick me out because he had a wife that was like, you can't do that. She's a woman. She had a son. But he went through a time Damn. where it was like, no, you didn't do what I would want you to do. So you're not a part of this family anymore. And my mom already left. So I know what it feels like to be in a dark space and, you know, just be battling everyone and you just don't know what else. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you do, when you do win... You come out there, you sweating, you, you know, you're bleeding, you're crying, mm. but you won. And, you, you know, that power, no one can take from you. So that's why I feel so strongly about creating spaces and just being support system. Because there's been times where I had no support. And I had someone looking me at too. me to be support, you know, and I was support. You know what I'm saying? Because my son is looking at me all the time. And I can never be like, oh, I don't know. I gotta know. I gotta figure it out. So let's go. <laughs> so. No, I feel you. I feel like we've all been that in some way or another and it's important to stay strong throughout everything yeah adults everything is a battle but just staying strong is very very important Mm -hmm. like my what's your mantra for 2019 mine is fearlessness fearlessness just going into everything whether it be scary or a different situation or just creating or opportunities i just want to go in there knowing that whether Mm -hmm. i win or lose i did it Mm -hmm. i'm fearless and 
that's my mantra for 2019. And I've been going through it. I've been... You've been doing I've been, it. Yeah, I've been doing it. I've been creating. I've been connecting. I've been building. And I'm very, very happy with, you know, where I've gotten. I'm proud of yes. you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. See, and we need people... We need to blow each other up like this. Yes. So, what is yours? Mine's... Uh, well, first of all, you took mine's <laughs> But... <laughs> You can use it, you know. Um, yeah, I had the same thing. So, like, um, my mantra, I want it to be to show up. Mm. You know, I want to show up. I want to be present regardless of if I'm showing up, not feeling like I'm ready, mm-hmm. feeling like I'm incapable. I right. want to show up. Right. Regardless of what I look like or what, I, what I'm not or what you perceive me not to be, I just want to be there. Yeah. And, you know, and then I'll let the universe decide from there. The universe always decides. Okay. And then I also, I want to sharpen the tools in my toolkit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to like. Your whole weapon. <laughs> yeah. I want to like, I want to water my crafts mm-hmm. and my talents so that, you know, when it is time to show up at the table, you might have that fear and that self-doubt telling you that you're not ready. Mm-hmm. But you know that you are ready because you put in so much work right. beforehand. Exactly. And so that's what I'm really looking to tackle in 2019. You got it. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. We, we only march and look at us. Yeah. You know, short term goals, set them and like just accomplish them. That's yeah. it's very important and part of like just being a woman, like, you know, setting goals for yourself because you can get caught up with just society's hate and whatever you're dealing with. The All shade. those yeah, the shit. Because these. They be trying it. I, know, I thought you were about to play a little number soundbite. Like, <laughs> like, let me tell you. Like, let me wait. Hold on. Let me get you. <laughs> wait, I need you. What you got? It's the I'm looking for bitch, 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 oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. Let me tell you about That's, these. Thank you. Listen, keeping up with the shade and just trying to keep up with the bitch on Instagram and just. All the shit that you're battling, don't worry uh, about it. Just you only you only in competition with yourself. Right. You're in the league of your own. Like I said, I'm in the Birkin. I'm trying to get what's the next bag after that. Whatever's <laughs> the highest bag, I'm gonna find out and I'm gonna tell you next episode. I'm getting to that next not next bag. And okay. you know, at one point I was in a paper bag. You get what I'm saying? Right, and that's all. There's right. levels of bag, and I'm talking this is like a bag talk because you don't necessarily have to have the bag to be in it. It's a mindset. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was depressed. I was like, oh, my God. I was doubting myself. You in yeah. a paper bag. You in a gym bag. You in a sandwich. Oh. Zip block All right? It's about okay. to rip. You have to learn to get out of your feelings and into different bags. Period. Yeah. All right? Bag talk. And I feel like another thing we don't do is we don't give ourselves enough credit Woo! when we do make those little milestones. It's You're so like, mad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. I should be here already. And it's just like, no. You look how far look where you've she come. At. No, right. Look where she at. Don't look at no one else. Because that's the first way to doubt yourself is to be like, oh my God, look at how she's doing this. We're doing the same thing, but she's further. Keep going. Consistency. Right. Someone's going to feel you. And when they feel you, you're going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe this happening. Right. Your time is your time. Right. And know that. Honestly. There so, we go. Um, yeah. I think we had a good, good episode. I'm going to wrap oh, it up. that's it. Do you want to? You want to keep? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> 